Hi, my name is John, and my good buddy Andy is off assignment, so he is with me tonight. And you're listening to Packers Blitz Podcast, the podcast done by two diehard Packer fans who survived the dark times in the 1980s of Packers football and live to talk about it. And this podcast is always dedicated to the world's greatest fans, Packer fans. So, Andy, great to have you back, buddy. Yeah, it's good to good to be back, John. Uh, you know, great news with the Packers victory. Uh, John, awesome, fantastic job. Uh, go, you know, going solo for episode yep. number thirty-six of Packers Blitz. Uh, you're right. The Bears still suck. The Bears still suck. suck. Uh, sad news: the Aaron Rodgers season-ending Achilles right. injury, which we will talk about right now. So let's just get into it. So. Yeah. Uh, basically, I was thinking about kind of like the uh, it's kind of like the elephant in the room or or as I like to say, the mastodon, even okay. larger elephant in the room, uh, that whole injury situation. All so right. so, John, I got this at least right. for a little while and then we'll we'll discuss a little bit. So um, uh, so a song came to mind. And so I want you to just listen to this Packers fans out there, uh, maybe fans of a certain uh, rock group. But uh, here it goes. Times like these. It's times like these you learn to live again. It's times like these you give and give again. It's times like these you learn to love again. It's times like these time and time again, which I think are beautiful lyrics from Dave Grohl and uh, the Foo Fighters. Uh, and that came to mind uh, not only because my wife was at <laughs> the Foo Fighters concert in San Francisco for Dreamforce, which is a Salesforce conference. And Dave Grohl knows like the guy who, who owns that. And uh, they played uh, that same night that it was, you know, all this was going down and and uh, so it, it came to mind. I'm like, she, you know, I'm like, this song just kept playing in my head. It's a great song and whatnot. But the lyrics themselves, again, those immortal lyrics reminded me of how Aaron Rodgers had been re energized by the city of New York and the New York Jets organization. Mm. How he took a huge pay cut, huge, and gave back to the team. How he had renewed love for the game of football and how he wanted to continue playing for another season or two. And he had mentioned definitely two more then, <laughs> then, and I know I'm kind of, I, I don't mean to make light of it, but four plays into the, his season, a devastating career that threatening injury. And it is at his age, a career th threatening injury. And I guess he was just pay posting some, uh, photos after his surgery so i think he got through that already um so just decided to add that in but i guess that just just popped up on my phone um so basically um john in a nutshell sick to my stomach when i saw it i watched the whole thing i watched the, the all four plays it was a total gut punch to me because i'm all excited to watch the game watch him and the jets uh take on um you know, Allen and the uh, Buffalo Bills. Mm -hmm. So I was really uh, two of my favorite quarterbacks to watch play. Uh, just very exciting. And uh, I just was shocked uh, at what I witnessed. I was just devastated to, you know, for Aaron Rodgers. 
and football fans everywhere, uh, nobody, I mean, nobody wanted to see that happen. No. And so, um, John, I, I don't know if you want to discuss it a little bit. Um, yeah. Uh, what, you know, what your thoughts were on, on this horrible news. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it cost us a first round pick. No. Oh, man. So now, uh, you know, and I just, again, I, I I know this is a broken record or, or, you know, we're beating a dead horse, whatever cliche you want to say. But if we traded Rogers to the Broncos a year earlier, we would have received a pirate's bootay of, oh my gosh, how many picks we would have got. And then Rogers, you know, if Hackett would have got fired and Sean Payton would have came in. Sean Payton and Rodgers would never work out. They they just are not. They're oil and water, basically. Sean Payton has said numerous times that he basically Aaron Rodgers is overrated. And he won't admit it, but he's basically said that in so many words. And so they would have had the Broncos would have traded him. And guess where you think they would have traded him to? The Jets. So he would have wound up with the Jets anyway, in my opinion. But it doesn't matter because we would receive all those draft picks and probably a player and been far ahead of the game. Now we got a stupid second rounder that I hope to God that second rounder pans out because if it doesn't, oh, man. So, yes, I I feel for Rodgers and it's sad and I really wanted to watch him play, but I'm also really pissed. <laughs> That our first round pick was taken away. So that's yeah. As everybody knows, John Aaron Rodgers is your guy, and yeah, I think in uh, the Lapis episode, episode thirty six, you mentioned, and I quote: "I believe you said he was, you know, well, is a uh, a class act. He is a class act. I think that's what you said, word for word. Because yes, I is. did, like I told you before, John, I did listen to it three times, yeah. and you had some really interesting insights. So um, I was doing a lot of driving and. You know, it's a good time to listen. And plus, it was a really short episode, so I can, yeah. you know, I can, I have time to watch it three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or actually listen to it three times. So, so be- before we get into everything, this is something <laughs> I thought was hilarious. Now, it changes in Vegas. Now, before you get to oh, that, oh, John, right, right, right. I mean, four plays, okay? Um, like I said, John, before and previous podcasts, and I didn't mean to, you know, get out my crystal ball, jinx anybody or whatnot. And I'm not taking credit for this. I just said Mm -hmm. that he's had a series of soft tissue issue issues, lower extremities. The field is an issue. It is. And he doesn't have an offensive line that was blocking very well from yeah. him. He was running for his life. Yeah. Um, and they were doing some cut blocking. Each of the tackles were doing some cut yeah. blocks. I don't know what was up with that. I don't know. Um, and so he kind of needs a pocket now. He doesn't need to be running out of the pocket, running no. for his life, trying to throw, nope. you know, throw downfield, rolling out. Um, so I didn't get, I didn't get the game plan. I didn't get from the very start what the heck the organization, the Jets organization was doing because you have to protect him. And Mm -hmm. so they were not using enough resources to make sure that happened in the draft. And I'm talking in free agency, they didn't do enough. And so what did they expect? So it's the Jets being the Jets again. 
and um, Aaron Rodgers suffered mm-hmm. because of it. And yeah. um, you know, it's an injury. It's a it's a freak injury, a fluke. Yeah, but it happened. He was having calf issues right away in camp, mm-hmm. and they said that's a precursor to the Achilles. Yeah. Correct. Uh, and I'm not a doctor, but I'm saying that's been a hot topic, and <laughs> they've been saying that. So I'm just kind of repeating what the yeah. so-called experts in the medical field have been saying. Yeah. And so again, he doesn't do well on turf. We know what happened to him during those Viking games yeah. where he gets cheap shot by you know one of the linebackers. I forget his name. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. breaks his collarbone. Yep. It's not the first time he has had issues. Yeah in that type of environment. Right. So this is right. nothing new. Now the Jets were would have been smart. They would have mm-hmm. paid attention to that. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I know they can't really do anything with the field, I guess. <laughs> no. But you know, that's a hot topic in the league right now in the NFL yeah. about, you know, maybe yeah. changing all the fields to to yeah. natural grass or whatever. And I, I don't you know, I don't see that happening and that they're just trying to react to this, you know, this devastating loss for the league. Um, so not to interrupt you, good buddy, but um, I saw a thing with David Bakhtiari. Um, he was on the Rich Eisen show and they were talking to him and he was like, why, why does this keep happening? Like he, he was thinking from a player perspective and he said, look, the only reason I can think of, he said, is it looks better on TV, <laughs> right? The field that is, is, and it's easier to get, you know, like halftime shows on and off the field. Cause he says, I have no, no idea. He, when he said he plays it, he, he will have other players have come up to him and after, you know, uh, the game and say, man, I hate this field. This field sucks. Exactly. And then they'll, but when they go to Lambeau, the the biggest problem at Lambeau, as you know, is when at night, when we're watching night games, the biggest problem is people slipping. But I'd rather slip and have my Achilles or knee or ankle or whatever it might be intact and just slip than you just saw it. It was so, when his foot planted, I went, oh no. I thought it was yeah. MCL, ACL, calf. No, I, th- I I texted you, John, right after it I happened. Did. I was texting I also the family chat, uh, the Mundro chat, the you know that we have, the Godfrey chat, and uh, I I said right away, I said as soon as he he stood he stood up, mm-hmm. tried to, he yep. sat right back down. Right down. That is not yep. the same thing he's done ever, like no. with the calf energy. Uh, injury, he's like kind of hobbling and hey, you know, hobble, limping yeah. around a little bit. But once he sat back down, I'm like, oh boy, mm-hmm. um, something else happened, and that's yeah, the right. first thing, um, you know. And I, again, I'm, I, I just, it just seemed like it was something more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the yeah. way it looked, the way he has stretched that Achilles and got it caught in the turf yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's. I hope it's not his Achilles. Yeah, I, I just hope it's not that because if it's that, right. it's again, it's the end of the season for him. And then it's also career threatening as well. Yeah. Now, MetLife also has, uh, you know, home games for the uh, New York Giants. Yep. And I know Saquon Barkley blew out his knee, uh, but I'm not sure if it was on that field. Mm. Um, the odds are one in one and two. <laughs> yeah, right. right, right. Uh, I don't remember whether he blew it out on that field, but if he did, 
I remember seeing the play. Yeah. And uh, saying, oh, that's not good. And uh, so if it was at MetLife Stadium, that's just, I mean, I'm sure there's been some injuries. And then the uh, star running back for the Jets got injured last year and blew out his knee. And again, I'm not sure if it was on that field either. So it seems to be there's a little bit more of a pattern with that. So. Yeah. Yeah. We're not so, trying to create a conspiracy theory or anything, but uh but uh Sasquatches are real. I'm telling you. UFO, you know, but, come on. Okay. Aliens live among us. Um they do. So, so as of right now, okay, this will change obviously. <laughs> hackers have better odds, according to Vegas, all the books in Vegas, to yep. get to the Super Bowl than the Jets. Yeah. That's very interesting. <laughs> and, and then I added an additional note there, John. So go right ahead. Yeah, so additional note here. So that first of all, that's crazy. That's insane because it the is for the Jets going into the season with Aaron Rodgers was really good. I mean, it was really good. Anyway, so everybody was on that bandwagon mm, to begin mm, with. Yep. Just a blink of an eye, and man, there you go. So Sports Illustrated has rank ranks the pack 11th and the Falcons this week's opponent 19th in its NFL power rankings. Interesting. Uh-huh. Interesting. We're just so, outside the top 10. Interesting. So yep. Andy, give us your recap of the Bears game since you weren't here last week. Uh, yep. And yeah, so please uh, Packers Blitz fans go back and listen to John's synopsis of of our victory. Uh, in episode 36, he goes into very good detail with that. And so I'm just kind of supplementing that a little bit. So here's some of the things uh, that I, I just wanted to mention why the Packers won 38 to 20. And I think I'm right on that. <laughs> I keep thinking it was 38 21 or something. No, and and, right. and by, by the way, John, yeah, uh, 27 to 17 is what I predicted. So I actually had a higher score. But um yeah, so at least we all picked a victory, which was great. So first and foremost, we won. Uh, the game ball goes to the Packers coaches, uh, whose aggressive game plan worked in all three phases. Case in point, with 6.34 left in the third quarter and Green Bay up 17-6 to in Chicago. First-year starter Jordan Love had ru- just rushed for nine yards to turn a third and 12 into a fourth and three at the, Packer- uh, sorry, at the Bears' 35-yard line. Matt LaFleur went to Love and asked him, do you want to go for it? Yeah, Love responded. Safety Darnell Savage eavesdropping on the conversation, screamed at LaFleur, we got you, coach. LaFleur takes a timeout because he's not happy with the initial play call. According to, to Mike, or sorry, to Matt, and I was like, you know what? F it. Let's try to go to our best player. LaFleur was talking about Aaron Jones. So Matt called a play designed to get Aaron Jones the ball on a short crossing route, which Love did on a short pass over the middle. Then Jones did the rest and raced through the Bears' porous defense for a 35-yard score. 
Matt LaFleur could have just settled for a 53-yard field goal uh, by Anders Carlson, uh, Carlson, and Anders Carlson can make that field goal. Instead, he decided to trust his players and seize the moment. So, John, you had talked about that play. I just gave a little bit more in-depth detail. But it's, again, it's a coach, a head coach trusting his players, living in the moment, and saying, F it, right? Right. And then the second reason why we won, I just like repeating that phrase, (laughs) why we won, uh, Jordan Jordan Love didn't need to be Rodgers on Sunday. Yeah. Although... Jordan did have the highest quarterback passer rating of 123.2 of any starting quarterback in the NFL the first week. He doesn't need to be Rodgers because the Packers are good enough to not need that from him yet. Jordan Love, if you're listening, just be yourself. Yeah. Just be Jordan Love. However, my son Zach sent me some links on Reddit that shows video proof how similar his throwing motion is to Aaron Rodgers, almost identical. There are a few pass plays. There's one that he's kind of leaning back and not even, you know, planted, and he's kind of, you know, bombing it down the field. And they, it looked almost identical, John. Interesting. So thank you, Zach. Very interesting. <laughs> that was on Reddit. Uh, so the third thing, why we won 38-20. 3820. Rashawn Gary is back. According to PFF, Gary played only 12 snaps, 10 of which came on pass rush downs, but he was able to generate, get this, John, Packers Blitz fans, five pressures, the second highest on the team behind only Devontae Wyatt Mm. and Fourth highest of any edge defender in the NFL. 12 snaps. <laughs> Only 10 were passes. Oh. Gary's win rate as a pass rusher of 44.4% was best among edge rushers in week one. Two. He also had a sack negated when right. the defense was penalized for too many men on the field. Packers. Pay the man. Pay the man. Give him the bag. The, the fourth reason why we won, uh, the defensive line, John alluded to this, but I'm bringing up some other defensive linemen. Uh, you, we already know who John loves. <laughs> Go, Brooke. He has a man crush. The defensive line for the Packers was dominant. The Pack got to Justin Fields a lot. They had 36 pressures. Fields was under duress 50% of his total dropbacks. Wyatt had six. Gary had five. Lucas Van Ness had five. Mm. Colby Wooden, four pressures. And Kenny Clark, four. A transcendent performance for the 2023 Packers, Mm -hmm. unlike the second half of 2022 without Rashawn Gary, in which... They ranked 22nd in the league in total pressures. So the defensive front definitely ate their Wheaties and held the uh, Chicago running backs to only 3.3 yards per carry. So Mm. not only were they dominant in the pass rush and the pass game, also uh, they held the uh, Chicago running backs to only 3.3 yards per carry. 
I think overall, just over four, I think once you put in Fields numbers, but. Right. Uh, and then the fifth reason why why we won, we won. The Packers offense was using pre-snap motion, making it difficult for the Bears to play man coverage. Packers Blitz mentioned that that would be a point of emphasis this yeah. year, by the way. on off The offense began the game, get this, John, by calling 15 straight plays with some yeah. sort of motion. Yep. In a nutshell, Matt LaFleur outcoached Chicago Bears head coach Matt Eberflus, who is a defensive-minded coach, by the way. Right. We've said that we've said before, both John and I, that in 2023, we are all gonna find out how good of a head coach uh, Matt LaFleur really is. Yep. Well, so far, so good. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right. And the last thing, the sixth thing, why the Packers defeated the Bears 38-20. Uh, a great team effort in all three phases, uh, offensive, uh, offense, uh, defense, and special teams. A great coaching effort and a great overall team effort. So that was my my take on the game, John. You did a fantastic job. You really did in the last episode. So uh, yeah. any other information that people want, you can go back and listen to that. I just yeah. kind of added a few things. Thank um, you. you know, And I thought the coaching was the one thing yeah. Um, that I wanted to mention, John, that um, yeah. you didn't really allude to a whole lot. Um, so I figured I'd better because yeah. they did a really damn good job. And they need to be recognized for that. They they had those guys ready to play and they were, uh, yes. you know, taking no prisoners. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Yes. And thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, that's why you're a great partner and a great friend and, and I love you on this podcast because I made a joke of it and you can listen to it is where, where they threw that slant where you brought up, you know, they caught a timeout and, you know, you said F it, but you know, let's do this because I was like, Aaron Jones is, I thought he got hurt. I'm like, Oh, are you kidding me? He's hurt already. Cause he was in a couple of plays he's running and then there was nothing for, I don't know how many plays I'm like, Oh man, he's hurt. I can't believe it. And then all of a sudden, bing, bang, 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 bang. It's like a, like a Madden game, which I play a lot as you know, uh, where he was just crushing the bears. And like I said, I made the joke that is, Hey, uh, Matt, you know, we do have another Aaron. Uh, his name is Aaron Jones and he's pretty good. <laughs> He is. So anyway, exactly our no, best I, player on offense. It's about time it, it, somebody recognized that. Now, the especially on the thing, coaching staff. Yeah. The other thing, remember, uh, we've all used debacle many times on our episodes, Andy. <laughs> if you remember, if you remember, yeah, a couple of years ago we played the Saints. We got blown out, thirty-eight to seven. The year before, we played the Vikings, and they. They blew yep. us out, and Sean Jefferson like had like what he I can't remember. He had like fourteen catches for two hundred some yards and a couple touchdowns. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? So that's why I was I, I had a feeling we'd win this game, but I was like, oh, let's see how it goes. But this is the first game I can say at least in the past two years that the Packers looked ready to play. Everybody looked ready. Everybody was on their game. Everybody was um, doing what they needed to do. Um, 
So yeah, so far. Yeah, so you're far. you're spot on, John. They, I, I believe, I had read an article that they had lost the last couple of openers. So yeah, that is correct. Yeah, and they got so, blown out by it. So yeah, I mean, if you lose the first game of the season, I forget what your odds are to get yeah, to the playoffs or whatever. It's like twelve yeah. percent, but then it like doubles or triples. You lose the yes, second game in a row and start off zero and two. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of teams like the like the Vikings tonight. Yeah, are by the way, they're losing. Their, they're losing 27-14. Yes, they are. I watch. Um, I'm keeping an eye on the game as we're doing this. We, so we, there's that's what my focus <laughs> is. My phone's going off. You guys probably heard it out there. You know, all over the all over the world. All of a sudden, you're hearing all this stuff in the background. I, I'm sorry, I put my phone back on vibrate, but it's still yeah. going off quite a bit. So it's, it's good to see them yeah. losing. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get to game preview. Andy, take it away, my friend. Yeah, it's this Sunday uh, at noon uh, on Fox. Uh, you can also stream it on Fubo TV. Mm-hmm. I can stream it other ways too. But um, on on the radio, it's on Packers Radio Network and Sirius XM uh, 384 and 811, just to let you know. I figured I'd add that. And we usually don't. It's getting to tougher and tougher to watch Packer games. I have to figure out how I'm going to watch it this <laughs> weekend again. Yeah. Uh, so Because I will not be in the great state of wisconsin at times but um uh all over the place so it's a busy weekend uh so anyway uh very interesting things that fans need to know about this game according to pro football reference the home team is 12 and 5 in games that referee trey blake's crew officiates okay yeah and we are not we are not the home team. <laughs> so the home team is 12 and five last year. The home team was the offending party on 47.7% of his crew's penalties. So he tends to favor the home team. According to that, he's paid kind, of, kind of a different stat there. Eh, John. Yeah, so if I you're like just looking that. at that, the, the Falcons would win. If you're looking at just like, at just at that the Packers had been favored by uh one and a half points at FanDuel Sportsbook I'm not sure if that's the case anymore probably uh, the over under of 40.5 was the fourth lowest projection on the board so they aren't supposed to score a whole lot of points between the two of them as of 9 p.m Thursday today uh, the Falcons are are now favored by one and a half, according to Bet MGN uh, NFL odds. The over under is now forty points. So, and that could be due to the fact that we're gonna we might be missing some of our offensive uh, players, yeah. uh, which isn't a good good thing for the game because Packer, uh, you know, the Packers and Jordan Love need all the uh, you know offensive weapons they can they can yeah. get right. So. Uh, the Packers have won each of their last 10 games as favorites following a road win. But that changed again. I'm not sure whether they are still favored. So, But if they were, they've won their last 10. Uh, the Pack has won the last two meetings. Atlanta has won the last three games in its stadium. In fact... The home team has won each of the last seven games between the Packers and the Falcons. The home team has. The Falcons beat the Carolina Panthers last week, by the way, 24 to 10. 
Um, actually, their defense, which isn't very good, I was just adding this in. I think they're ranked 12th in success rate, uh, which is pretty high for Atlanta. So they, I guess, were really getting giving Carolina a lot of, lot of, a uh, lot of, I don't know, a lot of pressure and a lot of grief last week. So, anywho, any comments on that before I move on, John? Oh, go ahead. Okay. So the Packers path to victory again this week. Um, number one, stop the run. Uh, Tyler Algier uh, was a thousand a thousand yard uh, rusher in 2022, and the eighth pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, Bijan Robinson, is another ball carrier, a dynamic runner and pass catcher out of the backfield, and that is the tandem. Those are the two that split work in the backfield. Um, a, a really dynamic duo. Uh, the second thing that we, we need to do, uh, or the, hopefully the second thing, Atlanta quarterback Desmond Ritter only completed one pass over 12 yards or more last week. One. And attempted two such throws. So what does that mean? <laughs> this is what it means, defensive coordinator Joe Barry. Uh, his defense should expect, and he should expect, a lot of handoffs and throws near the line of scrimmage in this contest. If the Packers lose, it will be because of one of two things. Joe's, Joe Barry's ineptitude yes, or uh, <laughs> special teams miscues, which is the third thing. Uh, the Falcons are really good on special teams. They ranked first in average punt return. Packers were number one, I think, on punt, uh, on the kickoff returns, by the way. But the Falcons ranked first in average punt return, 16.2 yards last season. That's that's pretty darn good. Uh, the Packers have to win the field position battle with good punting and special teams coverage and, and tackling, especially indoors, uh, you know, on that field, on turf and whatnot. Uh, you know, that's that's those are the three keys to the game, I think. Um, John, you got anything? No, you pretty much nailed it on there. I mean, the biggest thing is the quarterback, uh, Ritter, you said? Yeah. Yeah. He's Desmond Ritter. Yeah. He is, he, he can run. He's okay. I mean, you, you can't lose to this guy. If you, if you stop the run and Ritter beat you with his arm, Something's wrong. <laughs> like you yeah, got, he's a lot like Jordan Love, John. He you don't have a complete body of work. You really yeah, don't right, know what you right. get. It's going to be yeah. like a again a box of chocolates, and um, yeah. So yeah, so yeah. I, I agree. He's I agree a young quarterback, just like our quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I agree with your uh, with your saying, uh, but he didn't have. Uh, I'm always going to say this during our episodes. He didn't have a Hall of Fame quarterback in front of him to learn from. And I think eventually, what you Marcus know what I'm saying? Mariota? Eventually, Come that's on, going to yeah, that's going to be the deciding factor. Like, who do you have? Right? Do you have Matt Ryan, who is like, yeah, he's good. You know, I don't think he's Hall of Fame good, but he's good. Or do you have Aaron Rodgers, who's Hall of Fame? You know what I mean? There's there's oh, a yeah. and he keeps yep. the thing about Jordan Love. He keeps mentioning Aaron Rodgers. He keeps saying. Oh, I watch Aaron Rodgers do this, and I watch Aaron Rodgers do that, and I watched him, and he always will say that. 
And, you know, you don't see these other quarterbacks going, well, I, you know, I saw so-and-so do this. And so you just don't, right? And not to say that uh, Ritter and Jordan Love, yeah, they're kind of the same. And, you know, Ritter has a little more experience, but he definitely has, in my opinion, a better running game, more dynamic running game at this time. Um, but we'll especially on turf. Yeah. And especially on turf, turf. which is going to suck. Now I'm worried someone's going to get hurt. So now, (laughs) right. Yeah. Atlanta has a legit offensive line. It's legit. Right. And, um, yeah. So, yep. So anyway, I agree. So, uh, next points, what do you think? Well, I can go through my prediction if you'd like, John. Yeah, let's uh, go Unless you have any other keys to the game. I just tried to keep no, it short the, and simple because other... that's what our audience wants, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You the know? only other keys yep. to the game is, is this. Do what you did against Chicago. They did a nice job of rotating people. They yep. put lots of pressure on Justin Fields. They showed their speed. They showed their uh, strength. They showed their power, and and that's what it comes down. And like you said, good coaching, got to coach them up. Uh, Aaron Jones, as of right now, might be a scratch. He might not be able to make it, but Quay Walker, unless he has any setbacks, he should be able to go. Um, We will know more on Friday from both, um, see what happens. I'm guessing Quay Walker will be fine. Aaron Jones, you got to be careful. It's a hamstring, you know. You yep. got you got to be very very careful. So we do not game time work. decision, John. Yeah, supposedly yeah, so it's game time. So with the defense again, it comes down to this: defense has to own this game like they own the Bears, and let the offense just do what they need to do. Because I think that's what helped Jordan Love. He knew that. Oh, you know, if I if, if I miss a pass here or there, or whatever, it's no big deal. Because my defense is good. I'll just go back out there. And, and then he just seemed more relaxed. He seemed more like um, that he wasn't trying to rush things or force things. Um, again, Jordan Love, work on your accuracy. Uh, that's a little bit of a problem. <laughs> I think this week he's going to be tested by a pretty good secondary from Atlanta. So just, you know, do what you do what you can and and keep it simple. Yeah, you know, he only night. completed John about fifty. I think it was fifty-five, fifty-six percent of his passes last yeah. game, which is a little, little bit low. So you're, yeah. Well, fine. He, his his yeah. quarterback rating was really good, though. Yeah, but and, he, and he did throw out. three touchdowns. Was it? Yeah. So yeah, wasn't a total, and out. he didn't turn the ball over. He started out poorly. The ball. He was like, I yeah. think at one time, I think you missed this. He was like, I missed three, I missed like it. twenty, like <laughs> sixteen yards. It was like, what the heck is going on? And the yeah. other thing, before we get on to your prediction, in my what's prediction, the other thing, John? Is get <laughs> the, the other thing. I got another involved. thing to say. <laughs> get the damn tight ends involved early oh, and often. Early and often, get those tight ends involved. Get Lucas Van Ness. Get Tucker Craft. Get whoever. Luke, Luke Musgrave, you mean? Luke Musgrave, excuse me. Yep. Yeah. And Tucker Craft, Tucker Craft, right? Yep. Yeah, um, and they didn't play Tucker Craft all that much last no, game. No, he did not. Didn't he get played involved. in the second half. Um, yeah. He did not have a good game again, which we knew. We've already said this here, Packers Blitz, that's kind of got patience with him. He seems to be a deer in the headlights, still trying to figure things out. So 
Let's get your prediction. Well, you know, a lot would depend if we were doing this on <laughs> Friday or Saturday, Packers yeah. fans. I'm just putting this out here. Yeah. Um, my prediction as of tonight, and and I have I lost sleep over the last night. Mm. I was actually I, I literally did. I was up working on the podcast. I was two, three o'clock in the morning. But, um, yeah, I know it's that dedication, John. That's yeah. what I love. Um, so that's dedication. that's about the only time I had to do it. Uh, been busy guy. So, but anyway, uh, my prediction as of today is Falcons twenty, Packers sixteen, mm. which I really hate to say. Oh, um, I think it's going to be a lower scoring game uh, than the last one. Uh, Aaron Jones, uh, that game time decision, if he plays, uh, that, that would be great. I mean, yeah. he is our best offensive player and that would yeah. really help a uh, left tackle, uh, David Bakhtiari's balky knee on turf. Mm. Uh, that doesn't make me feel good. No, uh, you got Christian Watson. He's a per- perpetual do not participate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. we don't know whether he's going to play yeah, uh, Romeo Dobbs was a limited participant in practice again and questionable he's trending toward playing i would assume if he's questionable uh and then you've got the vaunted uh falcons rush game i think they they were in the top three in the league they might have been number one in the league last year no actually philadelphia was um uh but the falcons were up there they were i Mm -hmm. think they were in the top three um last year uh, and again, this year they're great. So, and then you you got Desmond Ritter. He's he's a little bit like Jordan Love in last game. Doesn't usually throw a whole bunch of picks and doesn't turn the ball over yet. Um, if we can get him discombobulated or whatever, uh, that's a big <laughs> word. You look that up. <laughs> um, you know, he's a young quarterback. So yeah, if they yeah. can create some turnovers, that's going to be right. great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Packers have the better team. Yeah, but. Um, I just, I just feel, don't feel good about this game, and uh, so okay. I'm just going with my gut. And okay, uh, I would love to pick the Packers. Now, if if you have one of those two wide receivers, either Watson or Dobbs, play, yeah. and you have Aaron Jones, I'm flipping that score. By yeah. the way, okay. So in the next couple of days, if that happens, Packers fans, you can pretty much flip it and say 23-16 uh, Packers instead of 2016 Falcons, Mm -hmm. because I would expect they're going to probably score a little bit more points, maybe even like 27. But again, I'm going to stick with my prediction. That's what it is. But in the next two days, if that happened, I would be flipping it. Okay. So John, I'm not, I have no idea what your uh, prediction is, but go for it. I will go for it. So um, here's the thing. I think the Packers pull this out with, or without Aaron Jones. And you're probably saying, really? He's the best player. Were, were you, you crazy? The reason I say that is the Rashawn Gary thing, the Lucas Van Ness, and all the defense, I, I think they're just ready for prime time. I, I just, I don't know what it is, but I just, this defense, I am, I believe it, you know, and I think they're just too much for people right now. Whether that stays, uh, you know, throughout the season, we'll see. But I think earlier on that people are relatively healthy on defense. I think that's a game changer because we can do some things um, to Ritter that he's not going to be ready for. And you're going to have to rely on the game, on, the, on your running game, which I think um, the Packers can and will stop. 
Now, so my prediction is 27-14 Packers. Um, and the reason I say that is because mostly because of the defense. Now, <laughs> it depends, again, if Quay Walker is playing. If Quay Walker is playing, then like yourself, Andy, I'm going to flip yeah. that score. Because the, big, the biggest thing for me is uh, Quay Walker, in my opinion, and I like McDuffie, uh, Isaiah McDuffie. I, I believe that's his last name, how to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. He is um, a good player, but he is a drop-off from Quay Walker, in my opinion. And, and he's slower. Yeah. <laughs> he's a lot slower. He's not a yeah, sideline. Yeah, side but he seems to be in the right place at the right time. He's very instinctive. He's yeah. a good player. Yeah, he's a good player. But he's player, not Quay but, Walker. Right. 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 And the, the funny thing about this is, remember... Uh, Georgia players have played there. Um, so they're used to that stadium and used to playing on it. So that's kind of interesting to me. Um, but like I said, well, oh, that's I, interesting. I, really, I didn't uh, thought about that. Very good point. Yeah. So they've played there. Devontae Wyatt won his national championship. Walker, you know, they both won their national championship there. Um, Eric Stokes, by the way, um, they're uh, why we're talking about Georgia players really quickly. There's not really any news from him, which is kind of troubling um, and kind of, um, I don't know, really quickly, just I don't like it because that means there's something else going on, uh, which kind of sucks for the kid. But I hope he hope he can get back. But anyway, so long story short, 27-14 <laughs> Packers win if Quay Walker's playing and they have a healthy defense. There are no scratches. Um, and I think the offense yeah. will do enough. And I think the, yep. the defense will get the offense, the ball. That's why I'm saying 27, 14. So yeah, there you go. That's, that's that definitely could happen. The other thing I did want to mention, uh, John is there's several media sources that were talking about Rashawn Gary again and his pitch count and basically his limited snaps. So they, yeah. if they thought if he could play more yeah, an increased role, it would really, really help the team beat yes but uh beat atlanta of course gotta be careful um, so they were all wondering it's like i i don't think anybody there's no consensus on what was going to happen so if that happens that's going to definitely help us win but so. andy we we have to be careful with them because um rashawn gary is one of the players one of the multiple players that got hurt last year in detroit on that stupid field and Atlanta's field is the same, basically. So, you right? I, I'm, like, nervous. I'm, like, super yeah. nervous. I'm, like, please, God, do not let this happen again. You know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, so there we go. The other thing I wanted to mention, John, we're hoping for a Vikings loss, and uh, they just scored. Oh, 27-21. Yeah. So, just, I mean, we there's only seven minutes. Seven minutes. Know, eight minutes okay. left, so hopefully they lose. <laughs> we can only hope. Okay. Um, so, end of the episode. Yeah. So, to add insult to injury for Chicago sports fans, your Green Bay Packers signed Michael Jordan to play football for the Green and Gold. <laughs> First uh, basketball, then baseball, then basketball again, and now football. Even Michael Jordan has switched sides and has joined the winning team in this storied rivalry. John, your thoughts on that? It's about time. Yeah. Come to the winners. Yes. Yeah. (laughs)
Oh, yeah, God. by the way, everybody out there, he's a guard, yeah, offensive he's not, guard, he's and he's on our practice squad, so we're just poking <laughs> fun at that. But there's some really uh, really cool comments on social media about that that whole thing. Oh, Michael Jordan, yeah, Michael Jordan's played for the Packers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's come over to the good side. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, that adds so much nice depth to the offensive line. Right now, we can switch players in and out. And that's awesome. I mean, that's that is a luxury, and uh, it gives us the and you know uh, Yash Nyman. We got him on a pay cut too. That's yeah, Packer news. So we do have some not very much, but we do have enough cap room if we need to add a player uh, during the season. You know, a veteran player. we can't go out and get a big name guy, but we could go out and get somebody halfway decent to help. Yeah. Them. So, and, um, and Packers Bliss fans, we're we're under an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you can Pat- get on with you can get on with your life and yeah, and uh, enjoy the Packer game, everybody on yeah. uh, on Sunday. Hopefully, it's an enjoyable thing. And and uh, I wish I could be a homer, but uh, we'll see what happens yeah, we'll in the next see. few days. Every, hopefully, a lot more people are playing for us yeah. on offense. So. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So Andy, it is great to have you back and I love, uh, I love that you're back and I, I'm glad you had a great time with your family and stuff. Um, so one thing I want to tell, I want to thank all Packers Blitz fans. We are over 1200 downloads of our show. Yay! Ooh, so, awesome. and that's, you know, for us <laughs> just doing this show, like I said, we're a small time show. So we, we really, really need you guys to, you know, five stars, um, you know, on Spotify, Apple, uh, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to Packers Blitz, YouTube. Uh, make sure you comment. Uh, we love to hear comments. We've had a couple comments about our show link, which was kind of funny. Uh, but we love talking Packers, right, Andy? And it's sometimes yeah. really hard for us. That's why we do up. this. <laughs> okay. It's our favorite football team, you know? So but the reason we do that, we, we have a passion for, yeah, we, you know, the fans. The fans yeah. are the greatest fans out there. And we're just trying to, you know, yes. talk talk about our favorite team. And, you know, it's 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 awesome. It's been yeah. awesome and it continues to be awesome. So yeah, hopefully our uh, you know, our uh listenership <laughs> will grow yeah. and more people can um, you know catch on to that you know that that whole passion that we try to bring Absolutely. every week so couldn't couldn't have said it better myself brother so uh again um you know it's gonna be a tough game this week but you know it's gonna be fun but like i said packers blitz 80 at gmail.com send us an email what you think of the show any changes uh you know we're, we're willing andy and i are willing to listen to you and like I said, we need your support. We appreciate your support, and we love Packer fans. And so, go Pack, go, go Pack, go. And Bears still suck. Bears don't suck. All right, brother, love you. Talk to you later. <laughs>